0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Go to Grace's, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. Wherever you are, whatever time it is where you are, we thank and praise God that you are, hallelujah, that you are alive, you're well, and you're able to join in with us in the airwaves as we come together once more and again to encourage one another on this journey called life. We are so, so grateful that God has blessed us with another opportunity, another chance to just promote him. Basically, that is I I sometimes feel like, you know, our biggest calling in life is to be the biggest and the best cheerleader we can before our king. People get so caught up in this day and time uh, and arguing about the president and making um, accusations, that's your president, that's not my president, and just all kind of things are being spewed out and said um, in the atmosphere these days. But for me, I am of the elk that I have a king. I have a king that trumps over any, excuse the pun there, but that is better than any, any man that might sit in a seat of authority here in this earth realm. I have a king that takes care of his subjects. I have a king that is not just a king but also an adoring and a loving father. I have a king that is first and foremost looking out for those that he has personally stamped with the stamp of his Holy Spirit and said, you belong to me. You belong to me. And because we belong to him and because we're first and foremost citizens of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, then a lot of the things that are encountered in this earth realm should have a different effect on us than they do. And we're gonna kind of talk about that today in today's show. But before we get into that, as always, I have my beautiful vivacious co host with me, my my partner in praise and in worship, the beautiful Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today, my sister? I know she's on the line. I see her. Um, Hold on. Let me just make sure
0: that she is nice. Can you
1: you hear me, Seth? Okay, now I can hear you. Yes. Now I can Okay, please forgive me, you guys.
2: It is awesome down here in the wonderful Augusta, but it is crazy because we have shut down churches and we have shut down schools, and things are getting pretty crazy right now. But I thank God because he's given me a calm spirit even in the midst of this crazy pandemic situation because I'm like you, sis. I thank God. I praise the God that's always been there even in the midst of it all, and even in my worst times, he's been there, my highest times,
1: he's been there. So I thank you, beautiful. How are you today? I am awesome. I am awesome. I just thank and praise God that, you know, because I know not only who I am, but who I belong to, to whom I belong, I have such a spirit of peace in the midst of all of the the chaos and the pandemic (laughs) that is going on because I know in whom I believe, you know, and that's kind of what we want to talk about today. That is, you know, I just feel an obligation to try and encourage our listeners and bring a sense of peace and a calm to them because it's very troubling to me that many who profess the name of Christ, many who say that they have been blood-bought and washed and covered in, in Jesus and covered by him are walking around in such panic and such fear, and that's, that's alarming to me. It really, really is. It's very alarming to me because that says to me you are saying one thing, but you don't hold those truths, okay, to be self-evident in your own heart. Okay, I'm going to take a line out of our declaration. You know, you're not holding the, those truths that you profess to be self-evident in your life. You know, and that's, that's very concerning. One thing about fear, fear will make you become very irrational, and it will make you do things that in a calm state of being you would not normally do. And that's not good. That's really, really not good. I thank and praise God for His Word, and that we can stand on His Word and believe His Word. And you know, First, Second Timothy, I'm sorry, Second Timothy one and seven says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Why do you have a sound mind? Because you don't have a fear of fear. Because if you're walking in the power in which God has entrusted to you, which has given you the authority and the power over life and death itself within your tongue, you know, then you have a soundness of mind. Then you can walk in love and not be, you know, I I read, this break my heart, I read where a woman was beaten in a store. She was in line in a store, and because she coughed or sneezed, one or the other, she was beaten. It's just like, come on, people, what the heck is going on? This is crazy. This is crazy. You know, and number one, first and foremost, if you're that scared, stay you're behind at home, <laughs> okay? Don't come out and allow your, your fear to wreak havoc in the lives of the people around you. That's number one. But number two, and that's if you're not professing the name of Christ, okay? If you are professing the name of Christ, then where is your testimony? What is it that you're standing on? Because it, I, since it's crazy out here right now. It is crazy out here. And, and I, again, you know, I say, I say this often. Heathen's going to do what heathen's going to do, but when the body of Christ, starts walking in that spirit of fear and wreaking havoc in other people's lives, that's crazy to me because we are the ones that are supposed to be the lamps that are set up on a hill to show the way. And what way are we showing? What is it that we are propelling onto the lives of others? I had somebody at work, and I think I shared this last week, that, you know, we happened to get there at the same time that morning And I went in my office, she went in hers, and, like, literally 30 seconds later, she emerges from her office with this can of Lysol, I guess it was she had, and she just spraying and spraying. And it's just like, okay. You know, I I, I firmly believe in caution. I believe God has given us a spirit of wisdom. He, you know, he wants us to be mindful of the time in which we live and and to be mindful to take care of ourselves, you know. But when I walked out, I mean, she was just like, did you hear about the coronavirus? And it's now in Atlanta. And I'm like, okay, but guess what? Excuse me. I serve Jesus, okay? So I'm not going to allow myself to get under the oppressive spirit of fear that the enemy has unleashed within this earth realm in this time and be like, oh, my God, I can't speak to you, I can't talk to you, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm sorry, I just, it's just just mind-boggling to me that if you say you believe, okay, you say you believe, in the Lord God Almighty, then the word of God says, signs, wonders, and miracles, follow them that believe. So if you truly, truly believe in God, he said he would show himself mighty unto those that believe. Then why are we cowering and acting as the world? I'm sorry. I don't get that. I, to me, that's very hypocritical. Either you believe or you don't. Now, again, you use wisdom. I promise you, I'm a person that I wash my hands quite frequently anyway. But now it's like I do find myself sanitizing even more. I've got my Clorox wipes. i got the different things that keep, you know, that I make sure that I'm using caution and wisdom. But even in that, I'm not going to walk around in panic and fear. I mean, it just, it. I don't know, sis, I I just, in all things, it's just not in this pandemic. It's not just about the coronavirus, because guess what? If the devil decides, if the devil sees, not if he decides, if he sees that he can cripple your walk in God, he can cripple your testimony in God with fear in this situation, he will be crippling your walk in God from now on. Because he has found your weakness and he knows that he can come against you and your testimony that you are a child of the Most High God, the Supreme Being, the God that is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, the God that is the Almighty, okay, that is alive, that you don't have to pick up a statue and carry from this place to the next place, that is in all things in all places if he can cripple that, then he's got you. He's got you where he wants you. And you will fail to go forth and be productive in the things that God has called you to be faithful and productive in. And you will forfeit your reason for being. And that's one of the reasons why I think it is so, so vitally important that we do not fall prey to, to the spirit of fear that the enemy has unleashed in this hour. I'm just, that's just me, sis. I'm just like, you know, I, I feel that God has given us the ability to stand tall in this hour, to stand tall and to show forth the peace, the calm, and the resolve that he's given us so that we can show others who he is and that they can have that peace too. I'm going to let you, let you pick it up, but I, just before I do, I just have one more thing I want to do, and that's read Psalm 91. This is a psalm that is so precious to me, and that I even learned this, this scripture before I even given my life to the Lord. And even the first time it was introduced to me, it, there was something about it that just drew me into it. And, again, I had not given my life to the Lord, but I trusted and believed that this word was true. Psalms 91, I'm going to read it out of the NIV um His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes to see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I promise you, this thing right here means everything to me because the promises in this scripture I take to heart. And I believe that God has given his angels charge, not over just me, but over my family, over my loved ones. Okay? I stand on this. I decree this. I honor the Lord in this because I believe his word to be true. He said in his word in Numbers that he was not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will make it good. If I believe this to be the word of the Lord, and I believe he will make it good. So, amen. (laughs) Go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. But this thing is just seriously on my heart because I'm just looking at what these people out here are doing that are claiming to be children of the Most High God. And I'm just, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. Anyway, go ahead, sis.
2: I don't think you should ever apologize for the strength of Christ that dwells in you. But I can understand why you do it. And we, as Christians, we do it a lot to the world to try to explain to them our actions or why we believe or feel the way that we do. So, you know, I'm learning every day to stop saying I apologize when I believe what I believe. I work in a grocery store. So the pandemic of what people do in pandemic means panic at all costs. And there's many different things that I can say right now, sis, that I have just been blown back. I have heard this is a political Republican and Democrat move, um, that this is why this is happening. I heard that this is a purge of the earth, the clean blowout. I've heard that. I've heard that this is nothing. I've heard that the government is not telling us everything. I've heard that, you know, craziness all around me. How do you remain sane when it's craziness all around you? Oh, my gosh, again, I work at a grocery store. So I've seen people, I work in Augusta, let me tell everybody, where I've seen literally where they've blown the shelves off of everything, meat, chicken to clinics, disinfectants to alcohol. But I thank God because I look at little things of where God has placed me. I wanted to make different moves, but God has put me in a grocery store in the health care community where I control vitamins, uh, allergies, medica- uh, not medications, over-the-counter medications, um, Tylenol, so forth, to very different things. I've seen me go from where people don't notice me to now they're talking to me because they want to know do I have any masks, alcohol, disinfectants, or elderly. And I thank God that I'm able to stay calm. There were several times, I'm not going to lie to you guys, watching the television, I had to tell my husband, turn it off. Because the more you hear, the more you fear. So this Mm -hmm. is really what this is all about today, you guys. Where is your faith in a time where there should be fear? And is there fear? Mm. I believe that this is a test for many people out there right now to show you where you are walking in Christ. You know, I had to say to several people on my job, are we the same ones if we were just praying demons off of someone three weeks ago, and now we are running scared? I had to tell a really good girlfriend of mine that I noticed a really strong woman of God where she had allowed fear to grip her. And now she's buying up stuff because she's like, I don't know if I'm my granddaughter... Don't use it as an excuse of you being scared. I want to tell everybody that I'm not going to tell you that fear has not tried to come up to grip me, because it has. And being in a grocery store, when you see everybody blow everything off the shelves, I'm in a position where I can see, and I see things before they see it, and I see things come in. As a grocery store, we get messages from the CDC and starting from the president of of where I work at all the way trickle down to my store manager in meetings several, several times a day because there's changes and different things that's going on. I'm going to tell you that I did buy a couple of things because I cook, period. My sister and anyone that knows me will tell you that, and I just Mm -hmm. made sure that I'm not going out right now to any restaurants or fast foods because I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't believe everyone cares as much or they're as as clean. And because my husband has not been feeling his best, I don't want to jeopardize his immune system. Amen. So I'm just a little more cautious. That's called wisdom, thank you, Mm -hmm. and cautiousness. So we're not going out to different things where maybe every once in a while we'll go out because I didn't want to cook. I'm just making sure that I cook and that there's things here for him to eat and that, you know, period. Mm-hmm. But I have not gone out there. My sister will tell you, I was a person with five freezers, and my husband built. I made him build me shelves in the garage. We couldn't even park the car in there because I had shelves of canned goods and everything else. I was a buy-one-get-one-free queen. One day, I want to tell you guys a story that we had a freeze, and I was without power. We were without power for eight, almost nine days. He did not allow me to lose anything, but at the same time, later on, I did because the food had become old, even though it was still in the freezer, and I'm sure a lot of you know what I mean. And right then I asked the Lord, what's going on? And he said, I thought you trusted me. And I said, I do. Hmm. He said, if you trusted me, why are you storing up if you don't? I believe that when there's a time, God would allow his children to know when it's time to do things. He would give us wisdom and knowledge. He would speak to us and whisper to us. He would give us dreams and different things to tell us what to prepare for. I am, as you said, I was being really shocked at the pandemic of people rolling through the grocery store and being scared and literally taking things off the shelf that belittled me. But I want you to know that I am one to tell you that if you are scared, and if you are doing that, I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus that you will grow a close, close relationship with him to know that it's not the time to run scared yet. See, what people don't know is that the enemy, the Lord told me, has put the fear of men, and that is called a terrorist attack. If the enemy has set forth to make you scared, so it would take you off what is truly going on, and that is having faith in God in this time. Mm-hmm. Well, my sister just read to you in Psalms 91. And she let you know right there. He said, even in times of trouble, that we will be fed, and He will hide us in the shadows
0: mm-hmm. of the wings
2: of the Almighty. And I had to say that, in the police department, and I had to say to several people, what is going on? Are you guys the same Christian people that have rolled to this grocery store, and now you are running scared? Where is your faith? And now the enemy is saying to you, where is your God? And you're looking at Mm. him, and you don't know.
0: He Mm -hmm. is still the
2: same God that got you through before, and he'll get you through again. No, if you ask me, yes, I have some bleach at my house and some different things. I've always been like that. But, yes, did I prepare Mm -hmm. myself? Yes, I did. But did I go and store Mm -hmm. four months of toilet paper? No, I did not. Did I go out and I got all this? No, I did not. And I want you guys to know that I'm in a position where I can see certain things, so I, I hold things back. When I begin to see that people begin to fear I held certain items back, and I didn't know why, and I'm not going to lie to you. I thought at the time it was because of my me selfishness in a way. But as elderly people, 80 years old, 70 years old, coming to me and saying "There's nothing. There's no alcohol, no this. And the Lord said, release it to them. Give it to them. You remember what you got in the back? Go Mm -hmm. give it to Mm them. And I did. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
2: thank God for that. And I want you guys to know that I know that it's not easy. Oh, yes, Elder and and Corlette and Tanya, you guys, you just don't know what's going on. Yes, we do. We're never telling you that we've Mm -hmm. never been there before. But if you remember the Ebola and AIDS and everything else that ran rapid, that it was the same fear. And fear is false evidence of things appearing real. And when they mm. declared it, it's because what you don't know is why your eyes are open, your mind is asleep, and there's things that are so far more than what you can imagine are going above your head of what is really going on. So this is the point where you have to trust God. But what I know God told me, and this is what he said, for all those that are still on the shelf and all those that people have passed over and didn't feel like they had a value, for all those that, that kept quiet and all those that I was ministering to and people looked over you and they felt that they were greater than you, At such a time as this. I am going to release my servants amongst the earth that are truly believing in me, and those on the mm. bottom will be on top, and those on the top will be on the bottom. I told you that this time will come, and what you don't understand is he's giving you birth and pain to let you guys know that this is nothing compared to what's to come, and mm. we need to be real about it. To say no, we don't live our lives, but he also said, didn't he not say in the word? You would be marrying, and people would be doing things and going on as if he said he was not going to come.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you
2: are the bridesmaids who are waiting with your oil and burning and praying and waiting for Jesus? Are you the ones that said he is not going to come? Let me go do this. And let me go do that, and I'll come back and I'll burn the oil, and you've missed the whole blessing of it all. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you some things have happened to me in 2020 that blew my mind. I thought 2020 was going to start off so differently. But God has shown my husband and I a different way that he's still in control. And I'm thanking him for that. Because in the moments of things, of sickness and different things, he's showing me more guidance love patience deliverance and purging and i'm so grateful to him for that so all i'm going to tell you guys is if you get your mind off of the pandemic and concentrate on the solution which is jesus christ our lord to give us peace even in the midst you guys i was laying back a couple of days ago and i started to freak out in my mind and the lord said, what are you doing I said, well, Lord, look at all the things Slow down I'm still God and I'm mm. on the
0: throne This is nothing mm, mm, mm.
2: This is just a little Birthing pain to show you That this is Just a travailing before The birth takes place Pay attention, people wow. If you're scared now You will die Of fear for what's to come I'm done with that, test. I just want to tell you, I'm not going to say I'm sorry for the way that I feel. I thank God for calmness even in the midst of the storm. I thank God for provision even in the midst of the storm. I thank God for a job even in the midst of the storm. Well, tell you what if they shut down? Well, guess what? There's always a plan B. I'm not scared. There's always a plan B. God always has a plan. And he's going to work it out for you. I'm
1: going to let you have the mic, sir. We forget that um, God has made a promise never to leave us nor forsake us. Okay? That means in the good, the bad, the ugly. Through it all, he will never leave us nor forsake us. There, There is a, a precious promise in that. When you embrace the promise of God in the midst of that, then, you know, it it takes everything else to a whole nother level, whole nother level. And you see things in a whole different way. He will never leave you nor forsake you in the midst of you cannot skate through life without trials and tribulations. He said it. In this life, you shall have not you might have possibly it may happen no he said in this life you shall have trials and tribulations but his next word said but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world if our Lord God Almighty has already overcome those trials and those tribulations that he told you was going to be in this earth realm then why are you fearing There's someone that said, I don't know who who made the quote, but the quote is, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. I believe it was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, but it was, "You have nothing to fear but fear itself. You know, do not allow fear to grip you. Now, like I said, God has given all of us a spirit, well, most of us, (laughs) that have opened ourselves up to him, a spirit of wisdom spirit of wisdom, to be wise. He said for us to be wise as serpents, yet harmless as dogs, okay? He's given us the power and the authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and adders so that we can be victorious in the midst of the various different storms and trials and tribulations that we encounter in this walk with him. You know, I said that, and, and maybe I feel so strongly because I've been in the midst of so many different radical situations and have seen God yet prove Himself mighty every single time, even in the midst of trauma, even in the midst of distress, even in the midst of, of just crying out, you know. I, I've Amen. walked through Amen. so many different things,
0: lived through them, Amen. been a part of
1: them, you know, and I've Amen. yet to see God yes. fail in showing himself mighty. So maybe that's part of my resolve and why I feel as strongly as I do. But guess what, people? If you look back over your life, you'll have the same testimony I have. Maybe you weren't in New York during 9-11 like I was. Maybe you weren't in New York during Hurricane Sandy like I was. Maybe you weren't in Florida during Hurricane Wilma like I was. There are catastrophic things that have happened on our soils that I've been in the midst of, yet and still saw God show himself mighty, saw the flood waters during Sandy come up to one house prior to my friend's house that I was staying at and stop,
0: destroying
1: homes, leaving mounds of debris in the street, but stop, Why did it stop? Because as we were being evacuated, we prayed over that house, and we decreed and declared that those floodwaters would not come near it, and it didn't. Let me tell you, there is power in prayer. During 9-11, I sat, I'm telling you, for three days glued to my television in New York City weeping, weeping for the souls of the people, weeping for the loved ones left behind, weeping. And and getting caught up, I, it was like unbelievable. I was only a few blocks from um, the big. I'm trying to think of the big place now. It, I it. Um, oh my god, I can't believe it left my mind. Anyway, there was a bomb scare, and I will tell you as soon as it comes back to my mind. This is crazy. Um, there was a bomb scare just a few blocks away from where I was staying, and. It was like everybody was told we had to get out of our rooms and come downstairs in, in the hotel because had the bomb went off, then, you know, it always shakes the, the um, higher levels of the hotel. And my hotel was right across the street from Madison Square Garden. So I'm in the midst of Manhattan. And the streets are predominantly empty anyway because they had a curfew and nothing could come in the island and nothing could go out of the island. So it was crazy. And I remember going down. And, and standing there in the lobby, and lobby is obviously jam-packed with people, and looking up, Empire State Building, thank you, I, God, that left my mind. I was just a few blocks from the Empire State Building, and there was a bomb scare there. And as I looked up at the ceiling of the lobby of the hotel, there was these huge, three huge glass and crystal chandeliers, okay, beautiful, but should they have fallen. If the bomb if there had been a bomb that went off and they fallen, they would have crushed and killed the people in the lobby because they were huge. They were massive. And it's like, oh my God. And so I went one level down, which was street level, and then I'm looking at the whole front of the hotel is glass. So you have this little area that's at the bottom of the escalator, but if you're there and the bomb goes off and the window shattered, then the sharps of the, the glass is gonna fall back in to get you. I was back at the escalator, and I remember standing there and going, you know what, Father, there is no place to go. There is no place to go that where you could hide from a catastrophe in this area, in this place. You couldn't go outside because the police were patrolling. Everybody had to be off the streets and inside. And it was like in that moment, I said, you know what? All I can do is trust you. All I can do is trust you. There's no place to run. There's no place to hide. There's no place to go. I have to trust you. And that's what I feel all these years later, even now, in the midst of this pandemic. I'm sorry. Where are you going to hide, people? You know, you've already been to the store and bought stuff. You don't know if anybody touched the stuff you bought that had the virus. You know, you you, you just, it's like I'm in a hotel right now, so people are in and out of my room during the course of the day servicing my host. my room. I don't know these people. I don't know if they've come in touch with the virus or not. What is there to do but to trust God? And I believe that he allows us to get into these positions sometimes where You have nothing to hold on to or to believe in or to trust in but him, but him. We use precaution. Again, I was blessed. I was able to get some Coralox wipes just before I flew out to to Vegas last weekend because I was wiping down my feet and my little tray table in the plane because, yes, you use caution, but not in fear, just as a precaution you know? So it's just like, you know, God God blesses. He gives you what you need, but you got to recognize and understand that there is no place to run. There is no place to hide. If something is going to come at you, it's going to come at you. What you do is you stand flat-footed on the Word of God and trust and believe that His Word is true. Yes, you use caution. Yes, you use wisdom. Okay, but at the same time, you do not allow fear to grip you because whom, to whom do you belong and in whom do you believe? Those are the questions you need to ask yourself. To whom do you belong and in whom do you believe? Because that right there will dictate what will come at you or around you and what will not be allowed to come near your dwelling as I said in Romans nine, and um, I'm sorry, Psalms ninety-one, it will not be allowed to come nigh your dwelling. So you got some decisions to make, and what are you saying out of your mouth? Okay, what are the thoughts that you're allowing to invade your mind? Because as the heart and the mind thinketh, the words that come out of your mouth will perceive that that's within you. So you can't be hypocritical about it. You got to be in your knower. You got to be in your heart of hearts, in your mind. You got to know that you know that you know in whom you believe. You got to know that you know that you know God will never forsake you. You got to recognize that. And in that, You don't walk in pride in it. You walk in a place of humility so that you can speak over the lives of others so that as as Tanya and I are doing right now, you can encourage others to walk in peace, be comforted. You know, you touch things all day long. You can't go in and out of buildings. Okay, you can't, it's just, unless you lock yourself in your home and do not go outside, and I refuse to become Howard Hughes where I'm locked in a room and I don't allow anything to come or go, you know, I will not become that person. I won't become a germaphobia, you know. I'm, again, I'm cautious, I'm sanitizing, I've always washed my hands multiple times during the day, but now I am using precaution, I am using sanitation. But just just in in being who I am, I touch my face all the time. It's just habit, okay? It's just habit. I lean on my hand, okay? If something hits, I scratch, all right? I'm always touching my body, I'm touching my face. It's just, just, you know, I, I speak with my hands. I'm, I'm, I, um, I, I just, it, it's just part of who I am. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I hear, yeah, don't touch your face. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know, you get to that place and it's just like, let the truth be known. That is not going to happen. I'm sorry. You know, but guess what? I trust and believe in my God. What I have done is built up and, and taken precautions to, to, to take my echinacea and Golden Seal, to take my Nutriverse, to make sure that I keep my, my system built up with um, things that help strengthen my immune system. I was told a couple of days ago by one of my coworkers who's in the National Guard that they were told because they're being deployed to guard the quarantine areas. They were told, drink water every 15 minutes, not a whole bottle, but drink water every 15 minutes. Keep your mouth moist. If you keep yourself moist, then it also keeps your respiratory area moist, and so bacteria, viral bacteria will pass on down to your stomach because of the, the influx of the water and the moisture, and the acid in your stomach will kill the bacteria. I was like, well, I never knew that. I was like, that's good news. That's good good intel, as they would say. That's something good to know. So it's good to hear and to know in different ways that you can protect yourself, you know, and to use the wisdom that God has given you in which to do so. I'm not mad about the big sporting events and different things shutting down. I understand that. You know, that's wisdom, but it's still not a a license for you to walk around with a spirit of fear. Don't allow fear to take over whom God decreed you to be. Amen. Sis.
2: Wow, you're saying a mouthful, beautiful.
1: And again, we
2: can't say enough. We just don't want you to run in fear. You have to stand by the word of God when he tells us that he's, he will never leave.
0: Hey, I'm sorry,
1: something happened, Tanya's call dropped I'm sure she'll be right back on But what she was saying, that God said that he would never leave us nor forsake us And that's found in Romans 8 if, if This is a time, people, to get into your word Learn the word of God 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 okay Get into your word so you can stand on what his word says to the promises that he has made in his word. You've got to know the word in order to stand on the word. So you've got to get in the word while you're staying in-house and not going to the events that you may have normally gone to. Utilize that time to get into the word, know his word, and apply his word to your life. Speak that word out. Speak it into the atmosphere. Decree and declare the things that his word has promised you over your life, over the life of your loved one. It's vitally important. It is vitally important. Okay, I see 10 years back now, girl. Go for it. That's okay. I'm still
2: standing strong on what I said before. You know, my church was one of the first churches down here that said no service. We have five different services on any given Sunday my pastor made a choice not to have church. And after that, many other churches followed. You guys, pay attention. It's not time to panic. It's just time to draw, draw even closer to him, to our heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. I know it doesn't seem right. I don't care what it looks like. I'm not telling you not. you're not going to have moments to grip you. But when they grip me, you know what I tell the Lord? You said you didn't give me a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. But a spirit of 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 a positive mind to hold on and believe mm-hmm. in you. And I need that right now. And he gives it to us. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your day. I was out today in the park walking. My husband said, look at what's going on. See everybody's paying attention to what's going on in the grocery stores and people freaking out, emptying the shelves. But there's people that's not living in fear. And they're going on with their mm-hmm. lives. And they trust God to know this is gonna be okay. When I'm ready for toilet mm-hmm. paper, when I want out, it'll be something there. I'm not ready yeah, to man, eat. It'll it. be something there. That's what you have to understand. When it's time for mm-hmm. gas, you guys, I was in Atlanta. Where they say, Man, we were, remember since I was in Atlanta when they had no gas, they were, oh, my God, you guys. But God still provided. He yeah. still maintained. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. faithful. Don't give up. We're just trying to tell you guys right now, don't run in fear. Stand. Having done all you can do, stand. Trust me. All hell has broken loose. And not all, thank you, Jesus, but some things have happened in my life coming in the beginning of the year, and now this, I can say, and now this, Hmm. but God is still allowing my car to drive to get me to work. I still have a job. I thank God my job is saying don't cut nobody's hours. We cut down our time that we open now. Yes, we have. It's just precaution and, it, and it's okay. But like my sister's saying, build your, build your system up. I'm doing my vitamin C, my yeah. D, and everything else that I can think of. What God mm-hmm. leads you to do, you build your system up and you stand, even in the midst of it all. And I love you guys. Don't run in fear, but stand on the word of God. His promises that he said, no plague will come thy dwelling. Last night I was laying in bed and I got up and you know what I said? Lord, I'm covering every door with the blood of Jesus, with the blood of the lamb. Mm. You Amen. said no plague will come nigh thy dwelling place. And if it do, mm. you didn't send it. So whatever it mm. is, you will give me the power to fight it. Yeah. So that's what we're standing on. You would not believe yes. with my husband being sick, you guys. Two or three people would text me and ask me, Do your husband have the coronavirus? I was like, Wow. Really?
0: Wow. And
2: I had you guys pray wow, for wow. me in the midst of my husband's sickness, and now you ask me, Do he have the coronavirus? Are mm-hmm. you serious?
0: Yes, dude.
2: Well, I was just saying because there's so much going on. Really? we oh, were praying for me? You said you were?
0: Mm.
2: Come on, you guys. This is just bursting pain to show you. If you're buckling under right now... Yes. Go ahead, Seth.
1: This this is why you have to... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Just to add to what you're saying, this is why you have to be very cautious and mindful of who you ask to cover you and who you ask to come in agreement with you in prayer. Because... Things like this, and I believe that this there is some weeding out during situations and times like this. Things like this will show you the true heart of a person that you thought was there standing by you in the midst of the battle. Go ahead.
2: Man, you could you you can go ahead and preach a sermon on that. Because mm. I promise you, if, if this has not done anything else, you guys, then let me know where a lot of people are right now. I'm not claiming to be better. I'm not telling you guys I've never had a fear. I'm not telling you this or that, but I thank God because even in these times He gives you peace and He gives you His Word to stand on, and He keeps you in prayer. Yeah, but it is amazing. Thank God, it shows you. I'm, again, <laughs> I believe you guys. I'm just letting everybody know right now. If I'm wrong, I'm sure you guys will tell me on Facebook. This is a checkpoint. If you mm. can't take this birthing pain, you ain't going to be able to handle what's really getting ready to go down. That's what my spirit keeps uh, telling me to tell uh, everybody. Uh, if you're freaking uh, out right now, when that antichrist comes, you, oh, who what? I was listening today because I had to listen to my pastor say today, on, and it doesn't matter because when I don't go to church, I do. So I ain't going to sit there and tell you guys like I'm holier than now that I go to church every Sunday. But I was listening to Pastor Jeremiah today, and he was talking about the different signs and wonders. And when the Antichrist come, and before I know it, my husband is in the bathroom, I was in the bedroom. Before I knew it, I said, Lord, don't let me bow down. Make it quick. You don't let me bow down to no other God but you. Hmm. So I'm just letting you guys know where you at today in Christ. What do you really want to believe in? Because I promise you something. He told me all those people that's buying all this food, I will cause it to spoil. Mm. And if you guys know food, don't laugh mm. like it used to. If you buy mm-hmm. all that lettuce and all that stuff, you guys, it will spoil before all this is over with. Understand what's going down. He will provide. And who is your God? Yeah. If you're not believing in my Savior, who are you believing in? And if fear is your God, has it saved you yet? Has Mm. it taken you away from what's going on? If fear is your God? Who is your God in the midst of all (laughs) this? This is a question for us all to ask today. I love you guys. I'm praying the peace of God and the love of God will remain on you in his protection, in Jesus' name. Go ahead, sis.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Um, It it is just, it truly, it is, you have to, in times like this, it's a testing of your faith. I'm not saying that it happened to test you, but in the midst of it, it will test you, okay? It is a testing of your faith in whom do you believe. Do you believe more in the the fear mongrel of society than you do in the word of God? That's why I was saying before, get in your word. If you are spending more time at home during the midst through all of this, then don't let that time go to waste. Don't just sit up there flipping through the news channels and taking in all of the 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 rhetoric that's out there. Is this thing real? You better believe it's real. Okay, but do you have the ability to rise above it and keep going? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So turn that TV off, get into your words, build up your innermost being so that you're, there is not fear in your heart, which causes doubt in your mind, which causes you to speak out things that opens up the doors and the portals for the enemy to come in. Don't do it. Don't do it. Get in your word. Pull all the scriptures that you know that talks about you standing and that have promises in it that God said, you know, what would or would not come near your dwelling. I posted yesterday or the day before from Exodus 15, the 26th verse. It says, And I said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and wilt do that which is right in his sight and will give ear, To his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. There are scriptures all through the word. This was dealing with the plagues that came upon Egypt. But God told them the plagues did not come near. Um, to, to the children of Israel And the night that the death angel passed through Taking the firstborn the, they, He told them apply the blood to the doorpost The blood of the lamb Well now you can do that You can apply the blood of the lamb On the doorpost of your heart And not allow that spirit of fear to grip you Not allow death to creep in upon you Because as you fear, you give way to death to your faith. Fear will cause death to your faith. Don't allow that. Don't allow that. You know in whom you believe. Know to whom you believe. Know in whom you were created. In his image and in his likeness. And speak life. Speak life encourage others, speak life. So I was in the break room Friday and one of the young men came in and it was me and another gentleman that was in there. And the young man said, this young man calls himself, quote, unquote, an atheist. And he walked in and he said he's he's um, Islamic by, I guess, culture, because his parents are, are black Muslims, okay? Okay. Um, but he he just does he don't believe in God, or he claims not to believe in God. And he was like, is anybody else afraid, uh, as frightened as I am? And I looked at him, and this young man got to be about 6'3", 6'2", 6'3", probably about 250. And to hear this man talking about being fearful, I looked at him, I said, I'm not. No, I, I'm not afraid. But then it gave me an avenue to bear witness. I said, I will walk in caution. And in wisdom, because that's what the Spirit of God has given me. But fear, no, I will not walk in fear, because I know to whom I believe. It was a perfect time to witness. It was a perfect time to witness. God gives open, and and to tell him about building up his immune system and taking vitamins and, you know, and knowing you're worth the cost of a better vitamin, you know, just getting that stuff on the shelves in in, um, Walgreens or Walmart or whatever, Those are okay, but there are better, there are higher grades, the liquid supplements that your bodies can take in and digest right then and there, you know, and that you're worth it. You're worth it to step up. Stop belittling yourself. Stop devaluing yourself because something costs a few dollars more. In this hour, again, use wisdom. You want to build your immune system. I have a product that I sell that's called Nutriverse. It has over 72 minerals in it and has amino acids in it and and, um, um, polynutrients in it and whole food greens and fruits in it. It may cost a little more. Actually, it costs about $60 a bottle, but a bottle lasts you a month. But I think I'm worth $60 to build up my immune system and make sure that I'm putting the right things in my system. So you know you do that. You do what you what what you know is right to do. Centrum is great, but you know, hey, I messed it up. And and to be honest with you, because I've had a gastric bypass, I need nutrients that go that goes right into my system. Because a lot of things in these over the counter pills and stuff, my body just does not. It doesn't absorb. So uh, you know, it doesn't do me any good. You know, use wisdom, people. Use wisdom. And, yes, you are worth it to step it up, to get something that is better, to get something that doesn't have all the fillers in it and stuff and and, and all the things that are not good for your body. Yeah, you're worth it. You're worth it. Now, people, people, you got to learn to read labels and you got to know what it is that you're taking because people will slap a label on the front in a minute to say it's good and healthy. And if you read the ingredients in the back, it's far from healthy. But you do your research. And, again, you take care of yourself. You build yourself up. You know, but you don't. What you don't do is run around here walking in fear because God has not repeat, 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 has not given you the spirit of fear, but of love and of power, power, a spirit of power and of a sound mind. He equipped you for days like this. He's giving your word, the precious promises. He cut covenant with you, which is deeper than just a blessing. He cut covenant with Abraham and with the seed of Abraham. We are the spiritually engrafted seed of Abraham. Christ came to unite us, Jews and Gentiles together, that we could be one with the Father, one with him. So we're heirs and joint heirs with the kingdom. Stand on it. Know who you are. Know who you are. Know your spiritual DNA is in the Lord God Almighty. And stand on that. Do not do not allow the enemy to distract you from the things that you were created for. Don't allow that. Since we got two minutes left in the show, would you please pray for the people?
2: Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm just praying for each and every one, those listening and maybe those that didn't get a chance to listen. But I'm asking that you touch their hearts and their minds and their souls to know that you're greater than any disease, any CDC, any hierarchy, whatever there is. You're still Lord, thy God, and there is no other. Help us Mm -hmm. all with our unbelief. You said faith the size of a mustard seed. It can move mountains and change everything. A mustard seed, people, is not much. Just reach out your hand and touch him as his his garment, and he will make you whole again. And even in the stammering and stumbling of my tongue, Father God, I know that you're great and you're powerful and mighty. And there is no other, and we give you praise. I'm praying for the fear factor and the gripping of everyone that their minds and their hearts be renewed and changed forever. In Jesus' name we pray. I love you guys. Be blessed. Amen.
1: Amen, amen, amen. To God be the glory. Be safe. Be cautious. Use wisdom, but rebuke the spirit of fear. And have a blessed week in the Lord. We love you. Love you, Seth.
2: Love you, Seth.
0: Keep it around.